It's such a good question. God wants goodness. So why isn't everything good? God said, let there be light. There was light. God said, make me a good world. And it's taking us 5,779 years. What went wrong? It seems like something went wrong. So the question is, why isn't God effective when it comes to the morality of the world as he is in the creation of the world? God says, let there be light. There is light. God says, let the water separate. They separate. God says, keep Shabbos. And we say, yeah, not this week. <laughs> what is that? The, the, the essential plan of creation, for some divine reason, is transformative. God didn't create a world, a world that is simply nice. He created a world in which evil can be transformed and turned into holiness. That's the idea of creating the lowest world and then having it become the most godly of worlds. What do you mean you create the lowest world? You create a world that is not godly, that has its own agenda, independent of God, or even contradicting God. That's called evil, meaning godless. So, I mean, let's, let's use marriage as, as the example. If you marry your clone, if you clone yourself and marry your clone, it's not a marriage. There's nothing fantastic, there's nothing uh, amazing, there's nothing even virtuous marrying your clone. The amazing thing about marriage is you marry someone who does not share your feelings. Even if it's not contradictory, not even a clash of feelings. When I'm hungry, only I feel the hunger. When your spouse is hungry, you won't know unless they tell you. So we have two separate systems working. What's going on inside of my system does not affect your system. So I can be really miserable one day. My wife happens to be in a perfectly good mood. That means that we're living in separate universes. Now, if two people that different can merge and, and create a oneness, uh, which is what we call marriage, that's something special. Transformative. So <clears throat> there are, there are two, two reasons for this. The first is, God created us so that we be in a, in a relationship with him, which means not a clone. So if God created all human beings perfectly moral, perfectly godly, perfectly in tune with him, we would simply be clones. And sometimes that option is very appealing. I wouldn't mind being a clone. 
Sometimes I wish I was. Because then there'd be no conflict and there'd be no, no uh, regrets. It would be so perfect. But you see, God created the world after it was already perfect. And he goes ahead and he creates a world that is purposefully not perfect. So, like in a marriage, you marry someone you are not related to, you marry someone who does not share every feeling, every impulse, and every opinion, simply because you're male and she's female, or she's female and, and he's male, and therefore they, they, they're, they're not molded of the, same, of the same stuff. They're going to have differences in feelings and in opinions and in needs and moods. There's going to be a clash. How they work with that is what is magnificent about marriage. So the first thing is God creates us with our own independent, maybe even stubborn, oppositional personalities so that he has someone to relate to and not a clone that you can't relate to. Secondly, the world itself, aside from the human being, the world itself represents a possible condition that is not included in God's oneness. And since God is all about oneness, he wants even a world that is as ungodly as possible, which is our world, he wants that to be included in his oneness as well. Like we say about the future, about the ultimate perfection of creation, on that day, God will be one and his name will be one. What will happen on that day? The unholy, the ungodly will have transformed into godliness, so that even the unholy is one with God. So the purpose, the vast eternal plan that God created the world for is to transform that which is not as godly as he, and to turn that into godliness as well, beginning with the human being, and how the human being affects the world around him. To put it in a simple language, we are not, we are not the ones who messed up the world. The world is the lowest possible creation, created that way. Before Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge, there was a world in which people would die. A messed up world. Nobody sinned yet. And already there was a place of mortality. That's the lowest world. We didn't do that. Of course, Adam and Eve entered that world by eating from the tree. They didn't create it. So the world is messed up because that is the nature of the world. We are here to fix it. We are not the ones that messed it up. So, at least for that, we shouldn't feel guilty. Shalom Aleichem. How are you? You know, I do a lot of talking, a lot of Zooming, 
many classes, many subjects. But that's all formal stuff. Hopefully good stuff, but formal. We also have a Wednesday night meeting that's more informal and kind of um, Hamish. If you want to join us for that kind of an event, um, interactive, time for questions and so on, if you want to join us for this side of conversation, click on the link below and join us every Wednesday night at nine o'clock. Well, maybe not every Wednesday night, but we try to make it every Wednesday night at nine o'clock, a more informal chat, which uh, can be more enjoyable at times than the formal stuff. So check it out, click on the link and join us. Try it, you'll like it. <laughs>